Well, hey, everybody, welcome to my temporary studio here in the library of my church, Radiant Church in Camas, Washington. This is Heidi St. John, and you have found me at my little corner of the Internet. So many things to talk to you about today, and I'm going to take some time and answer listener questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. We have been airing for the past several days interviews that I did from the National Religious Broadcasters Association. I hope you guys are enjoying those. It's just been a treat to bring them to you. Today, I'm going to get back to a little bit of a regular flow here at the show and answer some listener questions. But I thought I would just kind of bring you up to speed on some things that are happening at for the, for the Learning Center. First of all, the Homeschool Resource Center was recently the recipient of over a million dollars in a grant that we applied for way back in January of this year. And so that is a tremendous answer to prayer. We're getting closer every single day to meeting our goal of having that building paid for by the closing date of July 15th. If you guys know someone who is interested in what we are doing, we would love to hear from them. We would love to have your support. If you want to support a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to seeing children uh, be educated in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, in the restoration of family, uh, and in bringing homeschool learning centers all across the United States, then Firmly Planted Family is the organization that you'll want to support. And you can do that by going to firmlyplantedfamily.org. You guys have been really patient sending me a lot of questions. First of all, I want to just touch on the on the uh, the Target topic, right? So Target now gone the way of Bud Light. And you guys know, I just read an article in the paper this morning that corporate America is really taking a hit right now because of rising interest rates, because of inflation, because of Bidenomics and all the things. And we are starting to see many of these businesses that were at one point filled with office space because of the Rona and everything else, people working from home. A lot of those businesses now are being forced to move out of their giant buildings And I think uh, we're going to start to see homeschool learning centers moving into some of those smaller spaces and certainly into Target. So I would love to see Target go the way of Kmart and for all the right reasons. And I'd love to see homeschool learning centers be in those buildings in their place. So you guys can really pray for that with me. But Target has been the topic of a lot of questions that you guys have been sending to us here at the show. And Julie in Ohio wrote in to say, can you ask believers to please act appropriately when it comes to Target? My family has boycotted Target, but I keep seeing stories that I know the Lord would not like with regard to vandalism, death threats, and the like. You have a voice that people will listen to. All right, Julie, thank you for this question. Obviously, you know, I've been encouraging you guys forever, put your money where your values are. It's why I like organizations like Public Square. I am constantly looking for places where I can shop be it grocery stores or uh, convenience stores, any place we buy clothing, I'm going to look for companies that at the very least aren't shoving their woke ideology onto their customers. Nike, of course, being one of the worst offenders. But the answer to our frustration with all of these things is never going to be threats. It's never going to be violence. This is not the way of God's people. And frankly, it's a stench in the nostrils of God. And so while I'm going to continue to say, hey, guys, Don't give your money to these organizations. Stop shopping at Target. If you haven't done it already, what are you waiting for? You guys, your your boycott is actually making a difference. If you go down to your local Target, you're going to see that most of them have moved their disgusting pride displays, including the displays that show uh, boys swimming shoots, 
that are meant and designed literally to tuck their genitals away so that it gives the appearance of them being a woman or a, or even a little girl. Uh, this is disgusting and we shouldn't support it. And guess what? As it turns out, your boycott, the fact that you're withholding your money from Target is making a difference. We're talking a difference in the billions. And the same thing would be true of Disney. If you would stop giving your money to Disney, they're going to they're going to feel it. And in fact, they are the the subscription service for Disney Plus is down by but enormous amounts right now because people have just said enough is enough and your voices need to get louder. And so watch and see what happens as we continue to to push back against this ideology that is now crippling the, the decent teachers in the public schools, our public schools inundated with this kind of ideology. And I think that your willingness to stand in the gap, your willingness to say no more. And I know it's inconvenient. Like I've, some of you have written in and said, I like Target. Listen, I like Target too. If you guys have heard me speak for you know any number of years, uh, Target used to be the place that I always told the homeschool moms, this is where I go to you know, make the voices in my head stop talking to me. As it turns out, the people that run these companies are infected with the spirit of the age and pushing gender ideology onto children. Speaking of gender ideology, I don't know if you guys watched this, but Matt Walsh's documentary, What is a Woman?, which if you haven't watched it, don't miss out on the opportunity. It's so good. It has now become the most downloaded documentary in the history of documentaries. And Twitter, when they tried to put it out there like a week ago for the one-year anniversary of What is a Woman?, Twitter went ahead and decided that they were going to censor them for misgendering. And then Elon Musk, who now owns Twitter, retweeted What is a Woman from his own account and said, this is a phenomenal show. You got to watch it. Why? Because we need to get back to in this country the understanding and the agreement that there are such things as cultural norms. And there's nothing wrong with maintaining the norm. The norm for all of human history is God's created order of man, woman, and child. This is the basis for the family. Without it, civilizations die. And so for the church to be silent on this issue or to not engage in it is absolutely ridiculous. Of course, now we're in the holy month of pride month and we need to stand up against it. The rainbow belongs to the Lord. Male and female actually belongs to the Lord. Marriage belongs to the Lord. If you boil this stuff down, it's an attack against God. And the church should not be silent on it. And I think regular people, whether they are people of faith or not, are starting to see the need for absolute truth. I got a really important question from a listener in Indiana who is asked to remain anonymous. This is a topic I've talked about a lot, but I'm going to I'm going to come at it maybe from a different angle today. She said, what biblical advice would you offer a Christian who is considering a legal separation from a spouse who exhibits covert narcissistic personality disorder traits. It's largely affecting their mental health and has negative and toxic ramifications for our family. Okay, so first of all, and I'm going to I'm going to touch on this from a lot of different angles having come from a home that was abusive uh, as a child and frankly I blame a lot of what happened in the church for the ongoing abuse that I endured as a young girl. Uh, in my home. And if you're watching the documentary, Shiny Happy People, you guys heard me talk about this last week. I am frankly glad to see them peeling back the, you know, the curtain on some of the abuse that happens at the hands of religious leaders who misapply scripture. And then you take it out of context and a misapplication of scripture becomes uh, the, the baseline, frankly, for abuse. And we see this happen all the time. Again, 
my I have a couple of things about shiny happy people that I don't like. One of the things is that they're going to take aim at the homeschool movement and they're going to say, well, homeschooling is the fault of this. No, the Bill Gothard movement, IBLP, and I know because I went to a lot of their stuff as a kid. My dad took us there. Uh, it has all the personality uh, characteristics of a cult. And so a total misunderstanding of God's heart for families and misunderstanding of the way husbands are supposed to love wives. The hierarchy in the home was never given to us by God so that one person could rule their family with an iron fist. That was never the heart of God. God's heart is for families. He loves us individually and as family units, and we should behave that way. And whether it's a separation between a husband and wife is a legal separation or a physical separation, the first thing that we always know as Christians is that this displeases God. 1 Corinthians 7 verses 10 to 11 says, A wife must not leave her husband, but if she does leave him, let her remain single or else go back to him. And the husband must not leave his wife. Separation is never an ideal situation, but because of sin, sometimes it becomes necessary. June 16th and 17th, I will be in Mount Juliet, Tennessee for the Discovering the Heart of Homeschool conference. And I can't wait for you guys to join me. Every place that I will be can be found at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Just head on over to that page and you can click on the link to register. June 24th, I'm honored to be speaking for the Indiana Association of Home Educators for their 40th anniversary fundraiser. We're going to be raising some money for a fantastic organization that's happening in Carmel, Indiana on June 24th. And then in July, the 13th through the 15th, I'll be speaking for the Chia Convention. That is the California Home Educators Association in Downey, California. I love these guys. I can't wait to go down there and encourage them. Again, that's June 13th through 15th in Downey, California. Finally, September 15th through 17th, I'll be speaking in Cheryl's Ford, North Carolina for a conference called For Such a Time as This. It's a women's retreat and I can't wait to have you join me if you're anywhere in that area. Cheryl's Ford, North Carolina. Again, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events to register and find out more information. And in my family growing up, I will tell you, uh, my mom waited too long. My mom waited too long to separate from my dad. And because of the abuse that was happening in my family at the time, I mean, I was 18 years old and my parents finally separated. Uh, those those uh, memories, the way that we grew up, they have lifelong impacts on children. And God's the healer, right? So if God could heal Heidi St. John and bring me out of a situation like that, heal my heart, heal my soul. Um, I believe in the healing power of God, but I also believe that we should be walking in a manner that's worthy of the gospel. And abuse never, ever, ever falls into that category. And so if you're living with somebody who is abusive, you've got to get help. If you're living with a narcissistic personality that's actually manifesting itself in abuse towards children or towards the wife or even toward themselves, you've got to get help. And sometimes, and I think this is probably one of those cases, it becomes necessary to separate. And uh, it's sad, but separation happens because we live in a broken, fallen world. Domestic violence, you guys, is in stark opposition to God's heart for families. Genesis 1 and 2 depict marriage as a one flesh helping relationship. Uh, the Bible states in the New Testament that husbands are to love their wives the way that Christ loved the church. How did he love the church? He gave his life for her, it was a sacrificial giving that Christ made. 
and it's a picture of of the of God's relationship, Christ's relationship to His bride, the church. It should never be acceptable when that devolves into an abuse, uh, an abusive relationship. So, I want to say too, as we, you know, sometimes people will write into me and they'll say, "Listen, I'm unhappy with my husband. We argue all the time. It's not good for the children." And I just want to say to you again, these are situations where abuse as a result uh, your separation rather that happens as a result of abuse these types of things are made uh unfortunately available to us because of sin but it's never god's heart and so my experience even having come from a very abusive background my experience in working with couples as i have now for you know 30 plus years is that marriages don't typically end because of abuse they end because of neglect and by neglect i mean the husband and the wife stop nurturing the marriage. They stop taking time for each other. They stop dating. They stop going out to dinner. Maybe their life becomes all about the mortgage or all about a job or all about parenting or even all about homeschooling. But eventually your kids leave the home and then guess what? You're left with each other. We, we need to nurture our marriages before they start to fall apart so that we're not doing the work of constantly trying to catch up and rebuild broken relationships. And sadly, this is the case in many, many Christian homes. And so uh, this is different from abuse. This is different from violence, certainly. But when you talk about separation, if you're going to write to me and say, well, we argue, I'm going to say, figure out a way to stop arguing. I'm going to say, work on your marriage, get some counseling, get some help. If you're in a situation where you are being abused or your children are being abused, get out. You've got to get out. Uh, if you if you're living with somebody following Jesus, by the way, it involves serving others, not manipulating and controlling them. This is absolutely clear all throughout Scripture, and this is my big beef, and always has been with Bill Gothard and the Institute for Basic Life Principles, and also with um, some people that I have seen kind of rise and fall inside the homeschool movement. It is a stench in the nostrils of God when you talk about this, you know, control being the most important thing in a home rather than service. Jesus demonstrated something completely different to us. And if you want to have lifelong relationships, relationships that go the distance, relationships that that you have with your children, hopefully until the Lord takes you home, then the time to invest in those relationships is now. When your children are little, the parents absolutely are the authority in the home. God has set that that structure up. But that authority is not an excuse to mistreat your children. It is not an excuse to the authority was given to you so that you could shepherd them and love them and teach them how to be adults one day so that they can shepherd and love their own children. That is God's heart for the family. And if you're in a domestic violence situation, you need to do everything you can do to get out safely. Um, and I, I don't know that I've ever, in fact, maybe I never have shared this aspect of my growing up with you guys on the show, but I remember very clearly the day, because I was uh, almost 19, the day that my mom finally decided that she had had enough. And the domestic abuse hotline was called. My mom and my little sisters were relocated to a shelter. And they spent a bit of time in this, in a shelter that was uh, funded through a domestic abuse hotline. It was a very scary time because the, the separation time, when you're talking about actual physical violence or someone who has an uncontrollable temper, the actual separation time is, I think, the scariest time when the when tensions are high and tempers are flaring and there's so much fear. And I just want to remind you, 
you know, for those of you who are listening to this, and hopefully there's not very many of you, but somebody needs to hear this. It, it is never the heart of God that you would stay in that situation. And if you have a pastor that's telling you that you stay in that situation no matter what, I, I mean, I have talked to women whose husbands are raping them and pastors have said, well, sorry, uh, that's too bad. You're married. What a horrible misunderstanding of God's heart for women and God's heart for marriage that is. And frankly, this is what allows uh, abusers to continue abusing people. This is what allows uh, or what has allowed the, the, uh, the, the patriarchy movement as it were, to flourish in certain aspects, in certain, uh, in certain um, churches in, in Christianity. It's a misapplication of Scripture based on a misunderstanding of Scripture. And anytime you don't understand the word, you're going to misapply it. And so I just want to encourage you, again, uh, from the Word of God, just to say Ephesians 5, and I'm going to end on this today. Ephesians 5, verses 1 to 2 says, Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Christians are called to sacrificially love others, starting with the people in your own family. That is God's heart for you. It is never about control. You guys have heard me say that rules without relationship will always equal rebellion. The same thing is true in marriages. The same thing is true in homeschooling. The same thing is true with you as you're you're homeschooling your children. Love your people well. Uh, we are called to discipline our children, to bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And so that means we correct them. That means we rebuke when it's necessary. That means that uh, we discipline our kids as is necessary, but it is never an excuse nor a reason to treat people in a way that's unworthy of the gospel. You guys, I appreciate you writing into me. If you'd like to have your question addressed here at the show, the way to do that is to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. We have a lot of really exciting changes that are coming up at the show and at Friendly Planted Family. I can't wait to tell you guys all about them. In the meantime, as you can see me coming to you from the Library of Radiant Church here in Camas, Washington, if you're looking for a church, this is a great place to go. Uh, check it out online at radiantofcamas.org. I hope you guys will check it out. And uh, if you're around here, bring your family. We'd love to see you on a Sunday morning. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Again, you can find out more about the ministry of Firmly Planted Family by going to firmlyplantedfamily.org. If you're interested in joining my monthly Bible study, we are just starting a study for the month of June on the names of God. And you can find out how to join that by going to faiththatspeaks.com. We love you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.